जय राधा माधवा कुंज बिहारी जय राधा माधवा कुंज बिहारी गोपी जन वल्लबा गिरिवरधारी गोपी जन वल्लबा गिरिवरधारी यशोदनंदना ब्रजजनरंजना यशोदनंदना ब्रजजनरंजना यमुना तीरावन चारी यमुना तीरावन चारी रियो राधा माधवा कुंज बिहारी गोपी जनवल्लबाजया गिरिवरधारी जया गिरिवरधारी गोपी जनवार जया गिरिवर तारी जया गोपी जनवाल भाजया गिरिवर दारी जया गिरिवर धारी हे यशोदनंदना ब्रज जनरंजना यशोदानंदना ब्रज जनरंजना यमुना तीरावन चारी यमुना धीरावन चारी जय राधा माधवा कुंज बिहारी जय राधा माधव राधा माधव राधे हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 
Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, 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 Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare. Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna. Hari 
जय विष्णुपाद परमहंस परिबजगाचार्य अष्टोत्तर सत श्री श्रीमद डिवाइन ग्रेस अभय चरणारविंद भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी श्री प्रभुपाद की इसकॉन फाउंडर आचार्य श्री प्रभुपाद की अनंत कोटि वैष्णव वृंद की प्रेम से कहो श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु नित्यानंद श्री अद्वैत गदाधार शिवास आदि गौर भक्त वृंद की नामाचार्य श्री हरिदास ठाकुर की श्री श्री राधा कालाचंद जी की श्री श्री राधा गोविंद जी की श्री जगन्नाथ बलदेव भद्रमयी की श्री श्री गौर निताय की श्री श्री पंच की सामवेत भक्त वृंद की नित्ताय गौर प्रेमानंदे All glories are symbol devotees all glories are symbol devotees all glories are symbol devotees all glories are glories are glories to shri shri guru and gauranga all glories shri prabhupad om namo bhagavate vasudevaya om namo bhagavate vasudevaya ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायण नमस्कृत नरम चरोतम देवी सरस्वती व्यास तथो जय मुदिये नष्ट प्रायु अभद्रेशु निगवत सेवया भगवती ऋतम श्लोके भक्तिर्भवती नैष्टिकी रीडिंग फ्रॉम श्रीमद भागवतम कैंटो वन chapter 2 text 22 atavai kavayo nityam bhaktim pramaya mudha paramaya mudha vasudeve bhagavati kurvanti atma prasadanaim please repeat atavai kavayo nityam bhaktim paramaya mudha वासुदेवे भगवती कुरवंत्यात्म प्रसादनी अदो वै कवयो नित्यम भक्ति परमया मुदा वासुदेवे भगवती कुरवंत्यात्म प्रसादनी अतो वै कवयो नित्यम भक्ति परमया मुदा वासुदेवे भगवती कुरवंकी आत्म प्रसादी नहीं अतः देफोर वाई सर्टनली कवय ऑल ट्रांसेंडेंटलिस्ट नित्यम फ्रॉम टाइम इमेमोरियल भक्ति सर्विस अंटू द लॉर्ड परमय सुप्रीम मुदा विद ग्रेट डिलाइट वासुदेवे श्री कृष्ण भगवती 
the personality of godhead kurvanti do render atma self prasadanim that which enlivens translation and purport by his divine grace ac bhakti vedanta swami shila prabhupad shila prabhupad ki translation certainly therefore since time immemorial all transcendentalists have been rendering devotional service to lord krishna the personality of godhead with great delight because such devotional service is enlivening to the self purport the speciality of devotional service into the personality of godhead lord shri krishna is specifically mentioned herein Lord Sri Krishna is the Swayam Rupa personality of Godhead and all other forms of Godhead beginning from Sri Baladeva Sankarshana Vasudeva Aniruddha Pradyumna and Narayana are extending to the Purusha avatharas Guna avatharas Leela avatharas Yuga avatharas and many other thousands of manifestations of the personality of Godhead uh, are Lord Sri Krishna's plenary portions and integrated parts the living entities are separated parts and parcels of the personality of godhead therefore lord sri krishna is the original form of godhead and he is the last word in transcendence thus he is more attractive to higher transcendentalists who participate in the eternal pastimes of the lord in forms of the personality of godhead other than sri krishna and baladeva there is no facility for intimate personal contact as in the transcendental pastimes of the lord at vrajabhumi the transcendental pastimes of lord sri krishna are not newly accepted as argued by some less intelligent persons his pastimes are eternal and are manifested in due course only in a day of brahmaji as the sun rises on the eastern horizon at the end of every 24 hours om tat sat om agyanati mirandasya gyananjana shalakaya chakshurun militam yena tasmayi shri gurave namaha mukham karoti vachalam pangum langayate girim yat kripa tamaham vande shri gurum dinatarinam paramananda madhavam shri chaitanya meeshwaram Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Preshtaya Bhutale Shri Mate Bhakti Vedanta Swamini Dhinamine Namaste Saraswate Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvisesha Shunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Jayasi Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhara Shiva Sadi Gauravakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna <clears throat> we have been reading the very beautiful description of why we should do devotional service and what happens to you do to you if you do that according to the instructions given here shanavatam swakatha krishna if you hear krishna's pastimes nashtaprayeshu badreshu regularly attending classes of the bhagavatam and serving the pure devotee tada rajastamo bhava ha uh, how the material modes of nature acting on you are counteracted by devotional service lust and desire and hankering disappear from the heart and the devotee becomes established in pure goodness and he becomes completely happy and then thus established in goodness his mind is enlivened by contact with devotional service and he gets no scientifically knowledge of the personality of godhead he remains liberated and happy this vidyate hridaya granthis chidyate sarvasamshayaha thus the knot in the heart is pierced and all misgivings are cut to pieces the chain of fruit of actions is terminated when one sees the self as master therefore today we are reading certainly therefore since time immemorial all transcendentalists have been rendering devotional service to lord krishna the personality of godhead with great delight because such devotional service is enlivening to the self 
These are such beautiful, wonderful shlokas from the Bhagavatam. Convincing us about Bhakti Yoga, pure devotion to Krishna. Don't settle for anything less, the Bhagavatam is trying to tell us. Be very focused on getting pure devotion to Krishna in this human form of life. It's a great opportunity. Don't miss the bus. Uh, shoot the rhinoceros, like Prabhupada said. Don't go for anything less. So Bhagavatam propounds the highest truth. Satyam param dhimahi. In the first shloka we can hear that. And that highest truth, Prabhupada explains, the absolute truth is a person, Krishna. Period. Everything is finished within that. But those who want elaboration, they can read philosophy to a great extent in the Bhagavatam. Uh, why devotional service is the wisest thing to do, is the smartest thing to do, and how it makes you happy instantly and gives you complete success is a secret. It's not so easily available to everybody. Mostly people read the Vedic literature and get thoroughly confused. And they land up settling for something, karma, jnana, yoga. And a little dashes of bhakti here and there when they get a little rare opportunity to meet some devotee or be engaged by him or in ajnata sukriti, unknowingly doing some devotional service. This is what is the fate of most people. Uh, people are not so easily inclined. That's why in the Bhagavadam, elsewhere in the first canto, as we have read, it is mentioned, Lokasya Ajanato Chakre Satvata Samhita. That people in general don't know that by performing devotional service, they will get rid of all their problems. Therefore, Vyasadev compiled the Srimad Bhagavatam. It's mentioned. Lokasya Ajanato. They don't know. Actually, people don't know. And to add to that, add salt to your wounds. There are people who mislead them in the name of knowing. They come in various shapes and sizes. And they propound various different philosophies. And they claim to actually have taken it from the Vedic literature. And they claim to be an authority unto themselves. And they very boldly lead people. Shamelessly lead people. Although they don't know anything. So people are generally, people generally don't know anything. And people who don't know lead the people who don't know. They assume leadership. And like the Pied Piper of Hamlin, who piped all the children away somewhere to nowhere. These people, they do that. Even today they are very prevalent, very active, and think of themselves or claim to be authorities. But the Bhagavatam can be understood only by a person who is led by a pure devotee of the Lord. Who has understood this? Science, as it is mentioned. Uh, Vigyanam. Only one who has understood this science, who is practicing it and who is experiencing it, can explain it to others with conviction and create conviction in their hearts. A karmi cannot do it, a jnani cannot do it, a yogi cannot do it. Because they don't have this complete understanding. Hmm? So the Bhagavadam propounds that highest truth. Therefore it is mentioned anybody who is intelligent and guided properly will practice devotional service. Wisest thing to do. Easiest thing to do. And with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu who has appeared in recent times it has become increasingly easy to do. Even earlier it was the smartest thing to do. Maharaja Nimi is being explained by the Navayogendras that this path of devotional service is so wonderful. Yanastaya Naro Rajan. 
न प्रमादेत करिचित धावन निमील्य व नेत्रे न स्खलेत न पतेत इह सो ब्यूटिफुल श्लोक द डिस्क्राइब्स भक्ति योगा द नवयोगेंद्र इज सेइंग टू निमी ओ किंग इफ यू कैन गेट टू दिस there is no bewilderment of any sort na pramadita karhichit dhavan nimilya vanetre if you run with your eyes closed naskale na patit iha you will not trip you will not fall down this is such a path this is such a path you can imagine yourself running on the main road here blindfolded and taking a run very soon in no time you will collide with a fast moving car or some other people or something else and meet your death most probably but bhakti yoga is much safer you can close your eyes and run on this path don't have to worry anything you cannot make a mistake you cannot make a mistake even if you do make a mistake krishna is there he is saying in bhagavad gita that even if my devotee apichit sudra acharo bhajate mam ananya bhag sadhureva samantavya samyak vyavasito hi sah kshipram bhavati dharmaatma shashvat shantim nigachati kaunteya pratijanahi name bhakta pranashati my devotee is never a failure because he is taken to this path a person who is on this path will definitely be successful my guarantee krishna is saying even if he slips i will be there to make set him all right such is this path of bhakti yoga already described in the bhagavatam even before lord chaitanya appeared after lord chaitanya appeared he made it even more easy and bhakti vedanta swami prabhupad he gave us a practical process of doing it how much more easy can people make it right how much more easy can it be made so that's why intelligent people smart people it's mentioned uh, that uh, what is that shloka yajantihi sumedashah intelligent people will perform this activity of chanting the holy names of the lord so sometimes it looks like we are a real minority we are surrounded by all sorts of people who do everything else we are a very small minority yesterday somebody was asking a question we are surrounded by people how is it that lord chaitanya he was here he was you are saying he is a supreme personality of godhead and he was carrying on uh, sankirtan and at the same time there were great devotees in this planet who are krishna's devotees and there are many other things going on christians are preaching muslims are preaching there were moguls so many things were happening simultaneously how is that possible i said why it's not possible and we are a very small somebody chanting hari krishna somewhere why is it like that is the only absolute truth all these other things also could be true i said yeah sure sure enough that possibility is there theoretically that possibility is there but who knows it which is the truth who knows therefore we should go by the scripture therefore the bhagavadam is supreme therefore the bhagavadam is proclaiming this is what is the greatest thing to do this is what you should do bhakti rutpade sa shoka moha bhayapaha shoka lamentation moha illusion bhaya fear everything will go if you simply practice devotion to the supreme lord hari so bhagavadam is conclusively talking about devotion it it just doesn't make any compromise actually conclusively talks about devotional service and proclaims that to be the only way to yatma suprasiddhati so this is the krishna conscious philosophy although there are many other philosophies existing and it looks like people are very actively doing that you should be very surprised because this is a place where people have come to forget krishna and pure devotional service 
and if everybody is not doing pure devotional service you should not be surprised at all because this is a place for that for what for not doing service to the lord and you can't sit there in lament and say nobody else is doing it why i am alone doing it it's natural tripada vibhuti but in more than 3 quarters of the creation of the lord everybody is doing only devotional service to the lord you unfortunately are in that place which is a smaller chunk and where nobody does devotional service because that's why they are here that's the purpose of the material world krishna bhuliya bhogavancha kare japatiya maya dhare you forgot krishna and you came to enjoy matter and maya immediately snatches you catches you and the world is like that dukkhalayam ashashvatam what do you expect here everybody is you're not doing it you're not doing it you're not doing it why is the bhagavatam saying this it's not popular here it's because of bhakti vedanta swami prabhupada it has become very popular it's because of chaitanya mahaprabhu it was preached and it became popular in modern times because of the work of great acharyas like bhakti vinod thakur bhakti siddhanta sasri thakur and bhakti vedanta swami prabhupada they did revolutionary spreading of the krishna consciousness philosophy the chanting of the holy name therefore it says here that from time immemorial people have understood that this is what one should do whether it's popular or not this is the truth normally in the material world truth is never popular normally it works the other way around untruth becomes very popular whatever is very popular in this world because most of the people are disconnected from krishna so if something is very popular it means because of their disconnection with krishna it is attractive to them whatever is very popular in this world don't follow it because it will be wrong but krishna consciousness pure devotion to the lord will be quite unpopular if you use your head you know and examine it you will know this is what it is so we don't go by popular uh, practices uh, we use our intelligence to understand the scripture under guru and krishna's blessing and in this way we are given the real understanding that's why bhagavatam is supreme because it proclaims the topmost the bhagavatam prabhupada is explaining in the purport here about the form of krishna is very amazing for this translation proper speaking about the meditating on the form of krishna which is very beautiful uh, and how krishna alone that supreme personality of godhead shama sundara krishna is spoken about right at the introduction to the bhagavatam proper makes a difference between the conception of god and the conception of the absolute truth he said both are different god is a person who is a controller ishwara supreme controller but here krishna means the personality called krishna right he necessarily need not be recognized as god by his pure devotees i mean god alone to the gopis and to all the brajavasis proper is talking about brajabhumi uh krishna is god is an incidental not very important thing it's not very important to them you know they just say that we heard that you're situated in everybody's heart antaratmadrik we heard about it and we heard that you are god but that doesn't matter to us you belong to us you belong to us and why did you you know uh do this and why did you call us at the middle of the night and they chastise krishna and krishna loves that he loves that that he is chastised by the gopis and by mother yashoda and by other senior gopis for stealing butter he loves it the chastisement of the gopis is more nectar for me than the recitation of the entire vedic mantras that is krishna the personality of krishna 
and all the devotees in Rajabhumi, they know him as Krishna, the beautiful form of the Lord. Yasyananam makarakundala charukarna brajat kapola subagam savilasahasam vilasahasam a beautiful smile. You see, nityot savam natatrapur pibanti drishyo naryo narascha mudita kupita nimescha Beautiful descriptions of the Lord's form and His beauty and the gopis and all of the Vrajavasis are constantly feasting on it. Nitya Utsavam, His appearance, Yasyananam, Makarakundala, shark-shaped earring swinging, Charukarana, very beautiful face, Brajat Kapola Subagam Savilasahasam, a broad forehead, and Vilasahasam, beautiful smile. Nityotsavam it is a constant festival for the eyes. That's why it's called Nayana Birama, one who gives pleasure to the eyes. Just watching consistently, they are in high level of ecstasy and pleasure in the association of Krishna. You see? And they don't really care that you are God. It doesn't really matter that you're God to people in Vajabhumi. Uh, we know you're God. So what? You belong to us. This is how they meet him in Kurukshetra and Krishna is speaking to them. He comes in his regal clothes like a soldier and he meets them in Kurukshetra and they've all come all the way from Vrindavan. And he starts telling them, you know, like Bhagavad Gita, my dear devotees, you know, you must continue to think of me. You know, manmanabhava madbhakto madhya jimam namaskuru. And he speaks all these things and the gopis are wondering, what is, what is he talking? What's he talking? Why is he preaching Bhagavad Gita to us? We are not people who are not able to think of him. We are suffering because of thinking of him. We are not able to forget him. It's ridiculous you're trying to speak Bhagavad Gita to us. Come on, let's move to Prindavan. And they took him away. And he just helplessly had to go. Aham bhakta paradinohi I am under the control of my devotees, my dear Dhruva Sumuni. You don't know my situation. I can't do anything in front of them. By their love, they control me. That is Krishna. When he is God, he is worshipped with awe and reverence. Om Sahasra Sirsha Purushaha Sahasraksha Sahasrapat Sabhumin Vishwato Vritva Atyatishtat Dashangulam Purushayeve Dagam Saravam Yadbhutam Yachapavyam Utamritatvasteshanaha Yadanne Natirohati All the demigods pray like this to him. Oh, my Lord, you have hundreds and thousands of faces, hundreds and thousands of eyes. Your legs are everywhere. You are sarvavyapi. You are in all directions. Da, 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 da. All those prayers over. They will say, Hirinikashpur is coming and troubling us. Can you do something about it? Just official stuff. Awe and reverence and respect. And they always ask him these type of things. Ravana has come. Can you do something? He threw his out. Our sense gratification is spoiled. That's what they ask him. So he is, uh, I mean... Officially, he's also tired of doing his. <laughs> but the devotees in Rajabhumi, they don't ask him anything of this sort. They just sacrifice themselves fully. They just want to see Krishna happy. How can I satisfy Krishna? How can I please Krishna? Is consistently running in their head. I can offer myself fully. Lord Chaitanya is quoting in Chaitanya Chaitamada, is remembering Radharani, saying, because Radharani is suffering many times separation from Krishna, especially when Krishna is seen with other gopis, having a swell time, and Radharani is alone. She becomes very disturbed. But she is reasoned out in saying that if Krishna is getting happiness by me being in misery, then let that misery become my happiness. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is quoting Radharani as saying this, that if Krishna is happy, because I am in misery, then that misery is my happiness. He says this about Radharani and goes into ecstasy about Radharani's devotion. So this is the type of 
relationship and activity they are having. And bhakti uh, in relationship with the Lord is so relishable to the devotee. Right? So who will not become a devotee? Who will not become? Who will not listen to these wonderful stories of the Bhagavatam? Huh? He must be a, you know, Pashugna. He must be a, you know, killer of the soul. If he does not listen to these beautiful relationship stories, beautiful stories of love, the whole thing is a love story. The whole Bhagavad Gita is a petition at the end. Manmana bhavamat bhakta hai. I answered all your questions, Arjuna. You have understood. I want to tell you one thing. But actually I am hankering for you. I want to have a relationship with you. Can you fall in love with me? Manmana bhavamat bhakta hai. Madhyaji maam namaskuru. Maamevaishyasi satyam te pratijane priyosime. You are very dear to me. I promise you, you'll have no problem. Fall in love with me. I'm waiting to enjoy a relationship with you. And how crass and how brash and brutish we are. We continue to do karma and yoga and jnana. And we think that's very great. And we become famous amongst human beings who don't know anything about the truth. And they die, you die, your fame also dies. And repeatedly, punarupi jananam, punarupi maranam. You repeat the same temporary thing again and again, but you will not turn your face towards Krishna, who is petitioning you. My dear Atma, fall in love with me. I am waiting. Everything you need, you will get by Bhakti Yoga. Right? So this is how Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada has presented. Krishna is very eager to have a relationship with you. To have an affair with you. And it's not a temporary affair. An eternal, permanent affair. He's inviting you to that. And Bhakti Yoga is that. It's very natural for the living entity to fall in love with God. He's already in love. He just has to awaken it. And so, it's the most natural thing to do. Everything else is artificial. Everything else is artificial. That's what the Bhagavadam is telling Don't try anything else. It will simply extend your misery. So smartest thing to do is to chant Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare and pray to the Lord that my love for you should be revived and engage in devotional service. Prabhupada always told us Krishna is very kind. Krishna is very merciful. The moment you start doing devotional service, he'll start reciprocating with you. He'll start taking notice of you. Right? So definitely, if you even intellectually understand it, this is the wisest thing to do. This is the smartest thing to do. To meditate on Krishna, to have a loving relationship with Krishna. Shri Radha Kalachanji Ki. Right. Any question? Any comment? Yeah. I was reading a quote. I have a, a number of calendars with different quotes from Srila Prabhupada. So there was a quote just a couple of days ago about Prabhupada talking about Krishna not being very popular because he doesn't give material prosperity or success. That he's only willing to give you know, those things and that knowledge that's, uh, will bring us back home, back to Godhead. So, my question has to do is, like, I, the devotees seem to be struggling, you know, to the point where it's almost like they can't practice devotional service. It's like we're in, we're kind of like encaged by, you know, poverty and struggling and job commitments and everything. It's like we're in these cages. And then we're sitting in there telling our gurus, but Gurudev, I'm willing to do whatever you want me to do. It seems like some material prosperity, some success, some stability, steadiness is, is necessary. So that's my question. Nobody is denying that to you. <clears throat> and you will get what you deserve because material stuff works by your karma. 
in case you're trying to say that Krishna should also promote you materially, um, that doesn't fit in with pure devotional service. That's why we should read and understand. They are incompatible bedfellows. Why? Because if Krishna promotes you materially, then you will lose your bhakti. You may get waylaid. So it's it's not also like that that Krishna is not involved in giving you material benefit. He doesn't directly deal with it. He outsources it to the demigods. Material blessings is another BPO, blessings process outsourced. <laughs> he's outsourcing it. He's, he's outsourced. He doesn't deal with that. He just is Rasaraj. He completely enjoys relationships with everybody. He's inviting you for a relationship. Well, if you want anything material, you can go to my... He's telling in Bhagavad Gita. But I am the one who gives it through the demigods to you. To worship them and think that they are the be all and end all and the source is foolishness. Alpabedasha. You have not enough intelligence. He says that. Right? So it takes a certain amount of taste and sophistication to fall in love with Krishna. If you are a man of, if you are a living entity of low taste, you can, you know, move in the morass and the dirt of material life. And Krishna is calling you from far away. Why are you doing this? You belong here. Why are you sitting in the ditch, in the gutter and desiring all these things? So the point is not that, oh, you know, I don't have this idea. How can I become Krishna conscious? None of these things depend on your Krishna conscious. Oh, your Krishna conscious doesn't depend on any of these things. Irrespective of these things, you can become Krishna conscious. That's the whole point. And Krishna is naturally, I said, not popular. And like rightly quoted Prabhupada saying, the demigods are very popular here because they are the ones who dish out material things to people. But behind that facade, if one doesn't see Krishna as the main prime mover behind everything, and if he doesn't surrender to Krishna, then he misses the bus. It's a much bigger problem you'll have. It's a much, much bigger problem. You don't see the elephant that is actually passing by behind you and you're losing it and you're watching at the mosquito and controlling the mosquito in front of you. Say, no, no, I won't lose this. But you're losing an elephant. It's a famous saying in South India. You're not able to see the elephant that is passing by on the back side of you, but you notice the mosquito in front of you, and say, ah, this won't pass through. You already lost the elephant. Therefore, we should be very intelligent to understand where to invest. You know, just elaborating, I'm trying to go deeper into this. There's two questions that come to me. One is, most of our youth, they don't want to be actively engaged in the, the movement because they don't see any stability here. Um, an example I'll give you is um, there's a Prabhupada disciple. He's very successful. He has a very successful temple, him and his wife. And um, he's getting older. He's 72 now. So he's been trying to turn the temple over. And he organizes a number of festivals. And he has a business and the, between the festivals, the business, and the temple income, he profits about $5 million a year. But he's been approaching the youth in our movement for the last few years, going to like the, the youth gatherings and different things. But what he said to me was that he finds that the youth are more interested to go and struggle, get a college education, and get a... Um, and go into debt for that degree and then start off at minimum wage and then struggle for 20 to 30 years just to come to the point of being what, you know, they feel is, is stability. And he's willing to turn over his project to anyone who's willing to come there and get trained and take up devotional service. But he said the main problem that they have is that they don't find any stability in our movement. It's because it may be quite true 
because the generation has changed quite a bit very drastically and the scenarios are also changing in the material world um many things have happened so postmodern youth as a phenomenon we may definitely need to look into how to present krishna consciousness to them in a strategic way maybe zooming out and seeing i think there is a problem with the way we may be looking at our youth <clears throat> i see a lot of them are very intelligent very well informed and uh, they are willing but they are not satisfied with the type of mentoring and leadership that they get that is what is i think the real problem because otherwise you call them for a kirtan they are all happy to come and do kirtan in an absorbed way for prashadam they are okay for a nice picnic they are okay but when you speak and don't present to them the philosophy in a particular way they're not very happy about it right they're not very happy not the same generation like before so we need to you know change a few things tweak a few things in the way we present it's a matter of tweaking the details not the principle that's it i think uh in my travels i do a lot of programs with youth i find that when i was youngster who took up krishna consciousness uh things were very very different from what's now you know uh and uh, they have a lot of information and you can't you know say anything to them and get away with it <laughs> they ask you questions and they want answers properly for it and if you don't give properly convincing answers they're not impressed with you they're not impressed with you they like to hear those people who give them convincing answers and that is missing because sometimes the parents are mapping their whole history and their life on the kids you know when i was a devotee i did this when you know this i did that i did that they said enough is enough this is a, this is a, this is a good way of you know pulling them away from krishna consciousness i think a lot more vibrant creative solutions should be thought of i see the broader sense i'm answering your question not specifically that particular sense no, uh, this is quite widespread uh, you have to give the devotees you have to give the youth uh, have a very patient hearing and actually understand i don't think they are bad i just think they need a different type of treatment and reciprocation and care of a different type which with all good intentions at our heart we are not able to see properly yeah. prabhupad prabhupad was very very good in terms of doing that when he came to america 50 years back something which nobody none of his god brothers could ever do he was able to pitch krishna consciousness to the youth in america and attract them but maybe some of those same principles don't work now mm-hmm. most of it will work but some of them don't work now i get back to you maybe somebody wants a chance to you know, say a few I, things i just i just wanted to um bring it to the next point where the youth say that they're more interested in being successful in mainstream society they feel that they're bringing krishna consciousness into mainstream society yes. like like they now we have this that also what they say is right in many ways what they're saying is right because we are also seeing that many youth who are very well situated in the outside world are becoming devotees they're watching that hari krishna maharaj so our our acharyas have shared that when we do devotional service we should try to have some numerical uh, strength and some schedule but seems that sometimes when we are following a pattern of a schedule things become very mechanical when we do our devotional practice 
So my question is, how can we always have that sense of urgency that even though we are doing the same practices, we are able to go deeper and take more taste? That's why you must read the Bhagavatam. Very scrutinizingly read Prabhupada's books. The, the key to keeping yourself vibrant and uh, always enthusiastic is to be constantly involved in thinking of Krishna. And that will come when you actually deeply study Prabhupada's books. For some people it is because of studying Prabhupada's books. Some people were constantly chanting and being in Harinam and doing these things. Uh, and for some people it's like being busy in a lot of services after doing your sadhana. So different people have their different uh, makeups. Uh, but for all of them, it's very important to meditate on Krishna. Doing alone is not enough. Your sadhana will become mechanical and a little monotonous. If you are not remaining connected, it becomes a ritual. Spi ritual. Don't make your spiritual activity a ritual. Your mind has got a tremendous capacity to make everything mundane. And once it becomes mundane, it becomes a ritual. Mind has got a capacity to mundaneize everything. Infinite capacity. So if you live your devotional service through your mind, it will become a ritual and you wonder what's happening. But if you live it through Atma, through the self, uh, it cheats you into a routine. It cheats you into a routine. Don't fall for it. Remain vibrant. Ye lila amrita vina kaya yadi annapane tabe bhaktera durbala jivana. This is explained in Chaitanya Charitamrita. That without hearing this lila amrita vina, if you simply eat food grains without hearing this, his life, his whole existence will become weak. Very beautiful shloka. It says that, but if he takes one grain of this, one drop of this, then, utfulitatanumane, his mind becomes so vibrant and enthusiastic, and then, hase gaya, he laughs and dance and chants in enthusiasm. So my realization is, nicely read Prabhupada's books and discuss it amongst devotees. There's no greater urgency for anything else but to do this. This doesn't mean the whole day we sit and do this. Some of us can't take it. We'll get into like uh, uh, somebody said, we'll be having spiritual indigestion. You simply sit and read, 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 read. Prabhupada has asked us to do things in a balanced way. Uh, keep your enthusiasm. You know when you need to read and when you need to have association, when you need to go to Vrindavan, to Mayapur and you know, uh, get yourself a little rejuvenated. You manage it. Because we are conditioned souls actually. You need some management of your consciousness. You know which way it's pulling you. Also Maharaj, how, how do you read the Srimad Bhaktam? Or some tips on how do we actually study and go deeper in Shastra? What are you, what have you done till now? Engineering? IT? How did you read? And pass the exam? And come out in flying colors and get a good job. How did you? Did you not did you not study it scrutinizingly, your subject matter? Did you not take notes? Did you not go to the library? Did you not think about these things? Did you not mug it up and buy hard things? Just the same thing you do for Bhagavatam too. You already have the experience. Right? Don't treat it in a second hand way. Well it's not required for Bhagavatam. It's only required for my profession. For me to get my PhD. And for Bhagavatam, I can just casually read it once in a while. Because there's no exam on it. Nobody is going to test me. And my job is not based on this. Because of that, we have low motivation. 
to study it scrutinizingly from all angles, Prabhupada said. So we should study the Bhagavatam because we are all conditioned to that type of education. Apply it here and you will see the results are fantastic. That's all. Pay the same importance. Any other question or comment? Okay. Thank you. Hare Krishna. Shila Prabhupada ki Granta Raj Shimad Bhagavatam ki Nittai Gaur Premanande.